This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly is brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. everyone, welcome to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. And I am not kidding you, it is great to be back home doing the show from uh, Progressive Field after a long, long road trip. Guardians opening up the homestand last night with a loss to Boston, but plenty more baseball this weekend. 6-10 first pitch on Saturday and a 140 first pitch on Sunday against the Red Sox. Coming up later on in our show, we'll hear from a pair of Guardians pitchers, starter Aaron Savali and reliever Trevor Steffen. Also, we'll visit with Stephen Kwan and Ahmed Rosario, a couple of the hot hitters in the Guardians lineup. But first, our week in review, and that comes your way after this timeout on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors, about bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive, which is like having a goalie, a 7-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because... You know, defense. Forced Metaphors. Presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. It is Guardians Weekly, and we thank you for tuning in. And let's take a look at the week gone by. And what a week it was, part of that road swing for the Guardians that saw them go 7-2 and two in Colorado, Los Angeles, and Minnesota. And we'll start our weekend review last Sunday at Dodger Stadium. 
Guardians trying to win the series in L.A., and they got the scoring started in the second inning with two men on and Austin Hedges at the plate. Infield in for the Dodgers. The 1-1. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball. Left center should be deep enough. Under it to make the catch is Taylor. Tagging, heading for home is Mercado. The throw, not in time. Mercado with a head first slide gets in there safely, and the Guardians take the early lead. Sack fly for Austin Hedges, his 14th run driven in. The Dodgers answered with a run in the second to tie it, and then another in the third to take a 2-1 lead. That stood until the sixth. That's when Oscar Gonzalez stood in and checked off another first in his young career. Guardians trailing 2-1 as we head to the sixth inning here in Los Angeles. Oscar Gonzalez leads it off facing left-hander Andrew Heaney, who delivers. And Gonzalez lifts one high and deep to left. There it goes. Home run, Oscar Gonzalez. His first in the big leagues. And we are tied at two. That has been the one missing link from a hitter who put up prodigious numbers home run-wise in the minor leagues. There's his first in the big leagues. And this game is tied. The Dodgers again responded with a run in the seventh to go on top three to two. But in the eighth, Richie Palacios delivered off the bench as a pinch hitter. Here's the 0-1. Swung on line. Base hit down the right field line. Fair ball. It kicks off the sidewall. Quan has scored. The throw comes to second. In with a slide is Palacios, who comes through again. Tie game at three. And in the ninth, the Guardians were trying to find a way to get to Dodgers closer Craig Kimbrell, one of the best in baseball over the years. He struck out the first hitter for out number one, but then a pair of walks and a Josh Naylor double. The bases were loaded with Mr. Clutch, Andres Jimenez, stepping in. The pitch. Swung on, lined up the middle, base hit in the center. Gonzalez scores. Holding at third is Naylor. And the Guardians take the lead on the RBI single from Andres Jimenez. 4-3 Cleveland. And nothing like a little insurance thanks to Ernie Clement. And a 1-2 count on Clement. Kimbrell delivers. And there's a swing and a high fly ball right center. Deep enough to score the run, we'll see. Bellinger makes the catch. The center fielder fires home. Here comes Naylor. He slides in safely. And Ernie Clement has gotten the job done with a sack fly. 5-3 Guardians. Another sacrifice fly for a team that has really mastered the art of getting that run in from third with less than two down. With the two-run lead, it was in the hands of Emmanuel Classe in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Now it's one and two as Classe is ready to work again. Here comes his pitch. Swung on, ground ball, right side. Scooped up by Jimenez. Underhand flip to Classe in time for the out. And the Guardians, with a come-from-behind win, take two out of three from the Dodgers in Los Angeles. Great work by Classe. With a 1-2-3 ninth inning. And your final score from Dodger Stadium. The Guardians 5, the Dodgers 3. Off day Monday, series opener in Minnesota. A battle for first place against the Twins. And what a wild game on Tuesday night at Target Field. The Guardians jumped out to the early lead. First inning, couple of men on, and Oscar Gonzalez at the plate.
The set and the pitch. A swing and a soft liner into right center. That's a base hit. That'll score. Quad in the gap. It's cut off near the track by Buxton. Whirls fires into second. But a stand-up RBI double for Oscar Gonzalez with Josh Naylor stopping at third. And the Guardians get the clutch two-out base hit. And that's why Oscar Gonzalez is still here. In the third, Jose Ramirez doubled, and then Josh Naylor delivered once again. Josh Naylor with a 2-2 count. Ryan, very deceptive. It, It is hard to pick up his pitches. He sets. He delivers. And Naylor with a drive. High and deep to right. Down the line. Gone. And Cleveland with a 3-0 lead. How sweet is this jog for Josh Naylor? Almost a year ago, he had to leave this playing field in an ambulance. He's back with a two-run bomb to right, and Cleveland has a 3-0 lead. All of their runs with two men out. And Josh Naylor with his eighth home run, giving him 37 RBIs, and the Guardians with a 3-0 lead here in the third. And a celebration awaits Josh Naylor in that third base dugout. Although this one is tame by Josh Naylor's standards. On the mound, Aaron Savali made his return from the injured list. He gave up a couple of runs in the fourth. But overall, it was a solid outing for the right-hander. A 1-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Got him to chase the slider. And now there's two away. Seven strikeouts for Savali. Now just... One shy of his season high. The Twins took the lead in the seventh after a three-run home run off the bat of Luis Arise, but in the eighth. Pagana glance over the shoulder. He's ready. And the payoff pitch. Swung on drill. Deep center. Back goes Buxton. Track. Wall. Gone! We are tied at five! And for the first time since May 7th, Fran Mill Reyes has a hop and a step. A laser to center to tie this game at five. His best at bat of the night even prior to that last swing. He had worked himself into a hitter's count, and then he got a pitch that he could hammer to dead center. And Cleveland's come back and answered the Twins' three-run seventh with two in the eighth, and we've got a 5-5 game. And all five Cleveland runs tonight have come on two out hits. The pitch swung on a roller to second. Dropping to a knee as Jimenez. Glove straightens. Throws. And we've got extra innings. Just the way it should be when the two top teams in the Central Division meet for just the fourth time in 2022. After nine, Cleveland and Minnesota tied at five. Jacks come set. He lets it rip. Jimenez sends a little blooper into center field. Base hit. Guardians will take the lead. How about that? They pitched to Andre Jimenez. They pay the ultimate price. A flare single to center by Andre Jimenez driving in his 33rd as Gonzalez scored from second. And Cleveland has the lead here in the 11th inning, 6-5. to five. Cleveland one out away from moving into a tie for first with Minnesota. The pitch swung on, head high and deep to left. Back is Quan. Track, wall, and makes a catch. Ball game. 
Jose Miranda needed about another foot. But that's how this incredible road trip has been going. Quan didn't have any more real estate and left, but he pulls it down, and the Guardians are in a first-place tie with the Twins winning in 11 innings, 6-5. to five. So that was certainly dramatic enough, wasn't it? It paled in comparison to Wednesday. The Twins took the early lead with single runs, scoring in the first and second innings. Then in the third, the Guardians got on the board thanks to Stephen Kwan. Now the 2-2. Swung on. This one is hit in the air to deep right center. On the run is Gordon. This ball is over his head. Takes one hop against the wall. It is going to score straw. Around second, heading for third with a stand-up triple is Stephen Kwan. He pounds one to the gap in right center. His third triple and 17th RBI, and the Guardians have cut the Twins' lead in half. It's now a 2-1 to ball game. Man, did he put a charge into that one. Carlos Correa made it 3-1 to with his second home run of the game in the third inning, and then two more runs in the fourth, and it was quickly a 5-1 to Minnesota lead. But again, the Guardians kept fighting and got right back into it in the fifth, starting with Austin Hedges. The 3-1. Swung on, and that's launched high and deep to left. This one has a chance. It's way back there, and it is a home run. Austin Hedges just made it over that left field wall. And Austin Hedges has put the Guardians back on the scoreboard with his fifth home run of the season. It's now Minnesota 5, and the Guardians 2. Later in the fifth, Ahmed Rosario kept up his hot hitting. The 2-2 is swung on, lifted in the air to deep left. Back goes Larnick on the track. Against the wall, it carries out of here. A home run for Ahmed Rosario. And Cleveland's down a run here in the seventh. Larnick drifted back on it like it was a routine flyout. Put his hand up against the wall and then looked up and watched it just sail into the seats a three hit night for Rosario his second home run of the year and now the Guardians trail at six to five and there's another example of the ball really flying here tonight at target field wow and later in the inning Jose Ramirez was and Oscar Gonzalez put the Guardians in front payoff Swung on, hit pretty well to left. Back goes Larnick. This is near the wall. Gone! How about that? Oscar Gonzalez hooks one down the left field line and puts the Guardians on top with a two-run homer. The second home run of the inning for Cleveland. The second Major League home run for Oscar Gonzalez. And for some reason... Cotton came inside with the pitch, and that was the one pitch Gonzalez could reach, and Cleveland's done it again. They now lead Minnesota 7-6. to Unbelievable. However, Minnesota responded in a big way, scoring four runs in the bottom of the seventh. They took a 10-7 lead, and it did not look good. As usual, though, the Guardians did not go quietly, and in the ninth, a pair of singles from Rosario and Ramirez got it started, and then Josh Naylor kept it rolling. The right-hander comes set at the belt and lets it fly. And Naylor, a swing and a drive toward deep left center. Back track, 
wall. It is off the wall. Celestino will play it in toward the infield. In to score is Rosario. In to third, Ramirez. And Josh Naylor with a double off the base of the wall in left center. And it's a 10-8 Twins lead, but the tying runs in scoring position and nobody out here in the ninth inning. The next batter was Oscar Gonzalez. Here's the next offering. Swung and looping liner into left center. It is dropping a base hit. This is going to tie the game. Ramirez scores. Clement to the plate. In with a head first slide. He scores the tying run. Oscar Gonzalez on the throat of the plate goes to second. And Cleveland with four straight hits to start the ninth has done it again. We are tied at 10. And then Owen Miller came through with another clutch at bat. The set in the pitch. Miller with a high drive to deep left center field. This will do it again. Larnick the catch. Tagging is Gonzalez. He'll come home with a go-ahead run. And Owen Miller, the best in the American League, with eight sacrifice flies, has another tremendous at-bat. And it's a four-run rally for Cleveland in the ninth. And they now have stunned the Twins for the second night in a row and lead it 11-10. to And Owen Miller has become so adept at getting the ball in the air with that runner at third. An incredible ninth inning comeback by the Guardians. And in the bottom of the ninth, you guessed it, Emmanuel Classe was on to try and protect the one-run lead. Two outs, nobody on, two strikes on Sanchez. Guardians up 11-10. to 10. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Ball game. Got him with a slider. And this incredible journey to Denver, Los Angeles, and Minneapolis has now seen Cleveland jump into sole possession of first place by a game over Minnesota. Shocking the Twins with four in the ninth inning and stunned Minnesota tonight, 11-10. to 10. So quite a ball game Wednesday night in Minneapolis. That put the Guardians in sole possession of first place. They did lose one nothing in the series finale at Minnesota Thursday afternoon, but they remained percentage points ahead of the Twins in the battle for the top spot in the division. Friday night, homestand opener. Boston a winner, 6-3 to three over the guards. Stay with us. When we come back, we'll hear from two of the hot hitters for the Guardians, Stephen Kwan and Ahmed Rosario. Well, folks, you've waited for this. Don't let it die without being a part of it.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now the 2-2. Swung on, line to left, near the line. Long run for Quan. He makes a running basket catch as he got to the foul line. Oh, did he get a good jump on that. And racing to the line, he made a tremendous running basket catch. Or it looked like Verdugo was going to have at least a double. Boy, Stephen Kwan is an above-average defender in left field. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland, where the Guardians are taking on the Boston Red Sox this weekend. Plenty of ways you can hear our show each week on the Guardians radio network, usually sometime uh, late in the day on Saturday in and around the start time of the Guardians game. Or you can go to cleguardians.com or download it as a podcast wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Well, Stephen Kwan is red hot once again, almost like he was in the month of April after going through a, a tough stretch in the month of May. But the rookie has got it going again. And he talked to us earlier in the week about some keys to getting his swing back to where it was at the start of the season. Yeah, just uh, just kind of understanding what the pitcher's plans are coming in. Um, obviously, high contact guy. I can see the strike zone pretty well, so I got a lot of guys are attacking me with first pitch, second pitch. So just being ready for those first pitches, trying not to fall into an 0-2 count really early and just trying to be as aggressive as I can. I remember early in the year when it was going great, you had mentioned, you're like, look, this game's hard and, and there's going to be some ups and downs. Uh, how, where does that come from, that that just belief in yourself and also the understanding of how this game can be. I think you kind of have to have a belief in yourself, whether it's artificial or not. Um, just understanding that it's a long process. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of season left and things will come around. But, yeah, just kind of understanding who I am and just staying true to that. I think the, the biggest key for any successful major leaguer is working through the, the tough stretches and keeping them as short as possible. Uh, some confidence coming out of that stretch for you that, that you were able to do that and, and kind of maintain at least a little something? Yeah, absolutely. And then, again, having the, the vets kind of talking me through it too, uh, you know, I was kind of down on myself in, in certain areas and just them telling me, giving me the confidence to, like, keep going, you know, they're going to put you in the lineup on these days and just to make the most out of it. So I really appreciate them for that. Stephen Kwan joining us, Guardians outfielder. He made a ridiculous catch in Denver last week that came at a key point in the game, a diving catch on the warning track. Take us be behind your thought process at that point in the game. What allows you to say, you know what, I'm, I'm laying out and I'm going to go for it and not worry about what could go wrong? Yeah, uh, I think in that moment it was it was two outs. So whenever the two-out situation, it's kind of like a do or die because if you miss it, the runs are going to score anyway. The runners are already leading off from the bags. Um, yeah, just kind of taking a shot at it, took a good route. Huddy had me in a good spot. Um, it was kind of everybody just working together, and luckily the catch came through. As good as you've ever made at any level? I would say so. Probably with the uh, context of the game as well, it's got to be up there. And you, you get an award this week for the, the electric play of the week. Do you ever think something would come of that or you don't really think about that? No, I would have never thought that that was a thing, especially just for a week. Uh, it's definitely cool, though, really affirming. 
um, really cool. Hopefully we can, we can keep it rolling. You mentioned rolling and a real nice trip so far in Denver and Los Angeles. What's it like for you as someone uh, from the West Coast to be able to play in Dodger Stadium and, and have a real successful weekend? Yeah, no, it was super cool. Had a lot of family there. Had some friends from school, some travel ball uh, buddies that I played with were down there. But, yeah, I think it's, it was really cool. Uh, Dodgers obviously have a huge reputation behind them as a great team, and I think the fact that we were able to, to win a series just kind of shows the culture we're bringing and just next guy up, uh, everybody doing their job and, and getting the job done. And you go from there to, to here, Minnesota, to take on the first-place Twins. Uh, it's June. But excitement level in, in that clubhouse for this series, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, everybody's still feeling pretty up from, from the last win. Um, obviously, those wins feel really good and just keeps the confidence of everybody up. Um, I, I think right now we feel like we can beat anybody, so just excited to see how it's going to go. All right, we'll finish with this. Uh, Terry Francona told us early on in spring training, not only were you a good player who had a chance to make the team, but you had a heck of an appetite in that clubhouse. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's legendary yet, but but you enjoy eating. How much do you eat pregame, and, and why is that so important to you? Maybe even from a performance standpoint. Yeah, just the uh, just the feel up. I guess I'm uh, I'm enjoying these younger years. My dad always told me that once you get a little older, you can't eat as much. So I think just trying to take advantage of it all. Uh, definitely a spread killer in the mornings for like breakfast and all that. I'll definitely have like a plate of you know proteins. Get my potatoes. Get a pancake. Get some fruit. Uh, anything to get my hands on in the mornings. But, yeah, just, I think, taking advantage of the, the younger years now. And first year in the major leagues, are, are the spreads that much better up here pregame and postgame? Oh, yeah, not even close. <laughs> that is a joke, especially, like, postgame on a late night. I remember the minors, you'd be lucky if you get, like, an Outback Steakhouse kind of thing. But the, the chefs everywhere are unbelievable. So it definitely makes eating a lot easier. Yeah, hopefully we made some people hungry around dinner time when this runs. Steven, thanks a lot for coming by. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. That's Steven Kwan. And he is really rolling once again. So, too, is Ahmed Rosario, who has had a red-hot month of June. And uh, with it rolling at the plate again, we visited with him earlier in the week with some translation help from Augie Rivero. And Ahmed talked about how he's been able to get it going after a slow start. Yeah, I think nothing has changed. I feel like my approach and my focus is the same, trying to control what I can control and, and the way how I get my routines or my process is the same. So fortunately we're getting the results this time, but I feel it's, everything's the same for me. And along those lines, it seems like the, the at-bats were good. You were lining out a lot of good hard-hit balls that just didn't turn into to base hits. How long, though, does it, it take in your career where you feel comfortable and say, hey, I'm doing the right thing, just not seeing the results yet? Yeah, I consider myself a, a positive person, and, you know, in baseball sometimes that's what happens, and, and I know what I can do, and, and, you know, I get the support from my family, and, and, and that's very important to me, so I know when the results don't come that way, I know they will, they will happen sooner or later, so it's not a particular time that I can feel that I, I got to that point, but I feel like I just keep playing my game, and the results sometimes they come. Ahmed Rosario joining us, Guardian shortstop, along with Augie Rivero for translation help. Wild win again last night, and Ahmed, this team is on uh, quite a roll on this road swing. Those games like last night have not been uncommon, and what's the biggest key when, when you're trailing late in a game like that to be able to overcome a deficit? And the key is uh, how positive and, uh, they are, we are as a group and the energy that we have uh, has allowed us to come back in those situations. We've gone through some difficult times as a team, but we've been able to overcome that, and that's, that's a proof of what we've done in, in, in matter of games, but also in, in matter of series as well. 
and youth-wise, you're, you're one of the, the young players on this team that's made it an extremely young roster, but you have more major league experience than most. And, and last night, I know, in addition to your good game, you gave some advice to Oscar Gonzalez uh, midway through, just about some approaches at the plate. And what allows you to do that and feel comfortable doing that with a teammate? Bueno, creo que así como él dice, yo soy joven, pero también pasé por esos momentos que él pasó. I think I heard, I, I told him the things that I heard at some point in my career. I've been fortunate enough to be surrounded by a lot of superstars and good players in the past that at that time gave me gave me that advice. So I felt like it's the right thing to do to help him uh, or any of my teammates when, when that situation arises. More fun to see it happen for him than, than almost than it would be for you. Bueno, claro que sí, me siento bastante bien, como vuelvo y te digo, ya dio... I think there's a, a very rewarding experience, I thank God for giving me that people that helped me at some point to, to put that in as a part of my game, and now I'm really happy to help somebody else with that. I will finish with this, I'm, I'm talking to you, but I feel like Jose Ramirez is looking at me, he's a big mugs on the shirt here that's being given away at the ballpark tomorrow night, and all you guys have him. Uh, what do you think of this t-shirt from, uh, from your teammate and friend? I think it's something we should do a little more often. It's really exciting. It's really funny to, to have him around. And I feel it's something we should do more often because this, this brings really good uh, vibes to the team and, and keep us all connected. Well, certainly uh, you're on a great run. And uh, thanks a lot for coming by, Ahmed. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Augie. Thank you, guys. That's Ahmed Rosario really putting together another nice season for the Guardians. Stay with us. We'll talk pitching when we return for our final segment after this short break on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. The pitch. A swing and a ball. Banged inside the bag at third. Down the left field line. Kicks off the sidewall toward the corner. Straw hits third. He is flying home. Rosario with an RBI double. Four to one Cleveland. Progressive knows that most people don't get to experience making a game-winning touchdown or a walk-off home run. So we're going to talk to you like you did something great so you can bask in the glory. Oh, man, I was there. That time that you bundled your home, auto, motorcycle, and other vehicles with Progressive? That was awesome. People were freaking out. I bet you get this all the time, but can I get an autograph? If you can't bask in sports glory, at least you can bask in the glory of saving money when you bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. one nothing Cleveland, second inning, the pitch. Swing and a miss. Chase the curveball in the dirt. Savali strikes out the side and has four in this game. Aaron Savali looks better tonight than maybe we've seen him all season long. Oh, my goodness. If Aaron Savali can come back and be the old Aaron Savali, look out, folks. This summer gets even better. Guardians Weekly continuing with our final segment. Jim Rosenhouse back with you at Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland, and we'll talk pitching this segment. First with Aaron Savali, who returned to the rotation on Tuesday night in Minneapolis with five strong innings. And when we caught up with him after that start, he talked about how he was able to stay sharp 
and be sharp right away coming off the injured list. Yeah, I think just uh, trusting all the work that you do while you are away from the game and making sure you're staying mentally clear, um, just keeping priorities in order and going out there and coming back and joining this team, it's it's not hard to compete. Um, you know, everyone around you is giving it their all, and the way that we've been playing the game recently, it's, it's not hard to jump right in and feel like whatever you do is going to have a chance to win the game, so... That's just all, all I tried to do last night was just give the, give the team a chance to win the game and continue to do so. Um, and that's, that should be the priority every time. You mentioned how enjoyable it is to be around this team, and you didn't have that opportunity for a couple of road swings. Uh, how do you stay in touch? How do you, you keep that good feeling of being around this club, especially when it's playing well? Yeah, I think I mean you can feel the, the energy in the clubhouse just walking in from the first time I came back here. Uh, yesterday walking in, you could just... You can just feel uh, there's good vibes around everywhere. So it's easy to come in and, like I said, just go out there and try and compete because, you know, everyone around you is doing the same thing. You mentioned mental clarity. Uh, what are the challenges that, that can kind of creep in if, if you allow them to? Yeah, I mean, it could be anything. But I think just uh, sometimes you just got to go back to the basics and make sure you have a clear head. Aaron, it seemed like you were getting to a good spot when, when the injury occurred. And what were some of the challenges you had early on that you were able to overcome to, to get to get to what we're familiar to seeing from you? Yeah, I think the priority was just obviously to not try and lose a beat from that last start. Um, but I think we, we did a really good job as a medical staff making sure physically everything was in place. Um, continued to throw pretty much the whole time, just obviously to tolerance with the lower half but I think just continuing to work in the right direction and trying not to to do anything crazy yeah it's such a good stretch uh, for a, a good portion of the season a year ago uh, do you feel like you're, you're getting to that point again or are there some differences there as you continue to grow as a major league pitcher yeah I mean you hope for good stretches that last as long as possible all the time um, but like you said uh things change and you have to adjust and adapt and that's going to be the way of that that's the nature of the game um might not be the same way but you hope to just find stretches of confidence and comfort and be able to go out there and compete um and you come back to make a start with first place on the line a couple of teams battling for the top spot and it's fun for fans it's fun for uh, fun for us how about in this clubhouse what what's it like when you come here to Minnesota knowing what's on the line yeah I mean my rookie year in 2019 the pretty much the whole time I was up here was a playoff race um the last two months it was, and some some of those vibes last night I know it's in June and it's early in the year but to be able to be in the position we are as a team that that just makes it fun and more encouraging and a little bit easier to come to the field every day knowing that we're competing and we have a, a chance to do something special. So I think it's it's a good motivation factor for everyone in here. And like I said, the vibes around here are awesome. Yeah, it was a fun night last night, to be sure. And, uh, Aaron, good to see you back. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Boy, what a key Savali could be to that starting rotation as uh, he rejoins it and pitched really well in his first outing. A big arm out of the bullpen has been Trevor Steffen most of the season. And when we caught up with him earlier this week, Stefan talked about the environment down in that bullpen and the confidence that each of those pitchers has not only in themselves but in each other 
no matter whose number is called. It's honestly, it's just a fun environment down there right now. Uh, it doesn't matter who the phone rings for. It's, we all believe in each other, and, you know, everyone has good stuff down there, so it's fun watching everyone get in the game and pitch in high-leverage situations. And your situation here, you've had a, a great opportunity to pitch late in games. It happened again on Tuesday night where you come on in the 10th. And uh, What's that been like for you? Any adjustment from, from how you were used a year ago in terms of how you approach things? Uh, not a ton. I feel like towards the end of last year I kind of got to experience some of those higher leverage situations. And then this year they're, they're definitely more natural, uh, but it feels the same as last year now, I'd say. I talked to Emmanuel Classe recently, and he was saying that he really likes the extra innings when you come on with a guy on base. It gets you right into the game. Whether you like it or not, you're in it. And uh, what's your thoughts when you come in in extra innings now with the new rules? I feel the same way. I mean, your back's against the wall from the start, and, and you know, it's kind of sink or swim, and you gotta you got to swim. So I kind of I, I like the situation, you know. And the other night uh, you come on and, and you're in a jam, but then you strike out three hitters near the middle of their lineup uh what is that feeling once you you get one strikeout and then another one comes and it seems like your pitches are really working well yeah i feel like in those situations there's there's honestly no room for air i and i thought i uh gave them honestly a few pitches that they could have put in play and once they didn't do that i had to you know put them away and i was luckily i was able to do that trevor stefan joining us big part of that guardians bullpen and two months plus of the season now and and you have a series in, in Minneapolis where it's a battle for first place I know it's June and and some are saying hey don't get too excited about that what about the clubhouse uh, how are they feeling about things when you're in this type of situation this type of series yeah honestly we're so young I think this is all new to us it's new to me but uh I think we're just kind of having fun with it together the boys are playing well and we're just having a ton of fun right now in close games throughout the road swing, uh, it seems like there's these seesaw battles. There's been three extra inning games, but it, it seems like that's welcome, that challenge. And when you have a few of them, does it make it any easier or something you look forward to more? Uh, yeah, it definitely does. I feel like as the game goes on and it's a tight game, that's kind of what we excel in right now is turning it over to the bullpen and you know just letting our bats get the job done, putting the ball in play and making things happen late in in terms of your development uh you went through a a stretch where outs were hard to come by about a month ago and you were mentioning your splitter kind of comes and goes a little bit what what is the the development of that pitch and how challenging can it be uh especially if if it's it gets away a little bit and you're trying to get it back what are some of the things you try and do to get it back yeah just uh keep throwing it honestly i feel like uh you got to stay throwing it and then you got to use all three of my pitches. I feel like uh, last month I would, you know, just rely too much on the fastball, and you can't do that all the time when uh, up here. So just kind of mixing all three pitches, and then when it's time to throw the splitter, just executing it. Nobody wants to go through a stretch where they, they may struggle a little bit, but when you look back on it, really valuable to, as, a, as a learning lesson for you? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, just kind of, you know, you just – learned through failure honestly uh made some bad pitches last month and paid the price and then you just kind of know what it feels like remember it and try to flush it and uh stay on stay on track yeah a plan that certainly is working and uh, good to see you rolling again thanks a lot for coming by appreciate it thank you very much that's trevor stefan one of the top relievers 
for the Guardians this season in what has been a very strong bullpen. Well, that's going to do it for our show this week. As always, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll join you from Progressive Field. This is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. 